Hello and welcome to Growing Old with Mahesh Hayward. And this is episode four. I'm not flexible enough for yoga. So that's the statement that we hear all too often as yoga teachers and as a yoga teacher myself. And somebody who promotes yoga as something for well-being and health, that is the phrase that I hear probably the most. So welcome along to episode four. And today's episode, we're going to explore a little bit about yoga. I'm hopefully going to uh, debunk some of the sort of ideas around what yoga should be or is and how yoga is perceived in the West and on Instagram and that it's not something to be frightened of, something to shy away from and it's certainly not something that's just about standing on a mat. It's so much, so much more than that. So in today's episode, I'd like to invite you to have an open mind when we think about what yoga is and how often you have heard someone say, oh, I've done yoga, but I wasn't flexible enough or I'm not going to do yoga because I'm I can't even touch my toes. So, so um, let's let's have a look at that. We're going to look around that. But first of all, let's start at the very very beginning and and what yoga is. So yoga is a word that means to yoke. Yoga means to unite. And when it means to unite and to bring together what it's talking about is it's talking about the the mind and the body but also your consciousness your spirit your soul whatever you want to call it but I'm going to call it for this podcast I'm going to call it your consciousness or your conscious awareness and that is the essence of who you truly are now the idea of yoga is yes to go onto a mat. Um, in the West, yoga is seen as a physical activity mainly. And, you know, it conjures up images of generally white people, generally women, generally they have uh, tight bottoms, uh, look quite fit, little tiny waists, and wear very skinny stuff that is made of uh, lycra and uh, quite stretchy and the reality to that is not the case and as usual social media is to blame when it comes to how something is being perceived and also when we talk about yoga you know when I say about the asana I mean the physical part of yoga and I say that's such a small part but when we think about it in the West that's what we generally come up with so it means to yoke it means to unite we're uniting the mind with the breath with the body with the consciousness we're feeling through into the body and the actual uh, definition really is the restraint of the modifications of the mind stuff 
is yoga. So I'm taking that from the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. So what that really means is, it means that we're looking for a calm mind. If you can control the rising of the mind into ripples, you will experience yoga. And when we can start to find a space within us that feels like we are managing to just notice what's happening to us physically and mentally, that, that, my friends, that is part of yoga, or that really is yoga. In the sutras of Patanjali, which, you know, it's a long book, it is, it's made up of Sanskrit text, and we use it in our yoga practice daily. We, it's uh, a way of us learning about ourselves. There's generally only three references made to the actual practice on the mat. The rest of it is all about how we live our lives, how we move through our day, and how we find less resistance within the mind. And the asana is described as a comfortable posture. That is the only reference made about the actual physical side of yoga. So when we hear someone say, I'm not flexible enough for yoga, what we have to say to them is, maybe you're not flexible enough for the asana, but you are most definitely ready for the yoga. So I'm going to give you eight little things, little pointers to um, to think about. Think about this as a little introduction to what maybe yoga could be for you. And as opposed to it just being something that you can move and flex and stretch the body on a mat to and see if you can find it um, within your day. But also let's not put the physical side of this to uh, to the background too much because it does benefit us to be able to keep our bodies strong and healthy M- means that we are also able to move freely about our day and to do activities so let's just go through eight little tips around yoga and maybe let's explore the depths of yoga a little bit more and maybe how um, you might find a path so number one is ask a friend so if you've never done yoga before and you're listening to this and you're thinking well this is really not for me I'm just listening to this to see whether he's going to tell me how to touch my toes Um, no I'm not going to tell you how to touch your toes but also I'm going to give you some good pointers in the direction to get you there. So let's find that. The first would be, number one, ask a friend. So if you know anybody who's done any form of yoga, have a conversation with them, chat to them, find out what they think about their classes they've been to. And if it was just something they were looking to keep fit, then and they found that, that's great. If it had a spiritual side to it and it was or wasn't for them, find out about that. 
So find out whether it was in a sports centre or it was in a village hall or whether it was in someone's home or whether it was always outside. So find out where and when it was and work out whether that sounds like something that you would be comfortable with. And that's a good starting point. So ask a few friends, ask around. And then number two, I would say, is to have a little look online, have a look on YouTube and various places online. Uh, YouTube is a good place to start and just start typing in, you know, yoga practice. And there's an abundance of it there. There's so much to see. And just have a little look. Don't and, and try to just see it from a non non, you know, judgmental perspective. You, you're not. You're just seeing it. Just looking at it and seeing whether it looks like something that you could do. Don't look at it to go. No, that's not for me. No, that's not for me. Just spend some time just going through the different types of practice, the different methods that people are using, the different te- teaching techniques are being used. Maybe you feel more drawn to a male teacher. Maybe you feel more drawn to a female teacher. Maybe that doesn't bother you. Maybe you want something, someone a little older, someone a little younger. So somebody that reflects you slightly, maybe someone that you can see yourself in and you think, yeah, that's somebody that I can feel drawn to. So have a look online, do a little bit of research, do a little bit of homework, ask a friend and then get an idea of, like what sort of yoga do you want to do if you're going to do the physical asana? So the third one would be, um, you know, don't rush into buying stuff. Uh, don't rush into getting yourself a mat um, and worrying about blocks and straps and various bits and pieces. If you're going to go to a yoga studio, generally they'll have some stuff there. And if you have found your teacher um, and maybe you're going to their home or you're meeting them in a church hall or somewhere like that, um, you know, contact them and say, look, I'm really new to this. First of all, they'll know that because you've already probably contacted them anyway and just say, look, I don't have anything. I don't have a mat. I don't have any blocks. I don't have any strap. I don't have anything to take bring with me um you know will you able are you able to provide that and uh, and really a good yoga teacher will, will probably say to you that i don't want you spending loads of money um just come and turn up uh, and let's see if this is for you um so yeah number three would be don't rush into buying anything uh i'm a great one for like you know if i take up a new hobby i i like all the gear um <laughs> Because I like, I think I always think, well, you know, if I've got the good gear, then it, it will make me better at it. But actually, you know, when it comes to yoga, you should be happy to just do it barefoot, uh, maybe just on the floor in your carpeted lounge or somewhere like that. You know, this is the thing: you could be able to do it on the grass, on the sand. Um, and like I say, you know, the yoga isn't just about the practice on the mat. Number four: what to wear. So this is a good one. You know, so as a teacher, um, you know, I'll I'll rock up with a really loose old T-shirt on and a pair of really loose trousers or shorts. And that's all you need. Uh, Maybe a warm jumper afterwards. But it's not a fashion show. And 
you know if you're turning up and all you really want is someone to look at you then just go to the gym and go on the step machine if you're going to a yoga class for you which is what I would hope you are going to do because you're doing something to benefit you then I'm suggesting wear whatever is most comfortable for you um, as a modesty thing what what you've got to remember is that you'll be bending over forward and maybe backwards a little bit so you know put over what you think you're going to wear put it on and then do a little bit of bending forward and see if your t-shirt's just going to fall up around your ears and you're exposing yourself so um you know for the ladies i would say you know a good sports bra uh for the men shorts not too short and if they are wearing shorts maybe with a bit of netting in that would be a really good shout um you know be sensible we don't want things popping out and you know hitting the mat so let's not be a distraction to other people or to ourselves have a little think about it be sensible but don't go out and buy loads of stuff you don't need to go out and buy loads of stuff until you start to do this as a regular practice and you feel that there's certain clothes you want for your yoga practice because it's much more comfortable then to start with find something really comfortable that's loose and easy to move in and uh trousers that aren't too long you're not going to get all caught up with and catch one foot on the bottom of your trouser you know make sure that you're wearing something sensible like i say pick what you're going to wear bend forward bend backwards stretch your legs open you know make sure that there's plenty of room to move and take that wear with you wear that with you so number five can i go with a friend of course you can go with a friend now but what you must remember when we go to a yoga session is that it's not a group exercise this is not a team exercise yoga is all about you it's about you connecting with you you connecting with your breath you connecting with your self the essence of who you are and using your time for you so yes go with a friend somebody that you can carpool with someone that you can maybe chat to on the way home if you really feel you need to talk but i found actually turning up by myself quite refreshing something that is quite nice to do and i used to quite like going to yoga by myself and i do still like to just if i go i'm quite happy to go by myself i'm not inter- too interested about you know um talking and making friends and lots of friends you know gradually over a period of time you'll start to see the same people and you you do the classic nod and then you say hi and then you know and then you'll you know you'll get to know each other but when you're in the studio when you're in the space when you're in the ashram whatever it is wherever you're doing it when you get on the mat it's about you it's about taking time to be with yourself so do i need to go with a friend perhaps not number f- so this is number 5 so let's go through number 1 ask a friend find out where your teachers are 
what experience people have had, start looking online, number two. You have a look on YouTube, see what you feel comfortable with, whether it be Ashtanga, whether it be Hatha, whether it be Yin Yoga, whatever you feel is most comfortable for you. Number three, don't rush into buying lots of stuff. Just whatever you've got at home that's comfortable, even if it's your decorating gear, it's definitely not a fashion show. And if you're turning up with that mindset, you're turning up with the wrong mindset. Number four, you know, is is really important that we don't worry about the external, what we look like. It's about the internal. Number five, can I go with a friend? Yeah, you can. But do you really need to? That's the question. So three more. Number six, is it expensive? Well, yoga isn't expensive. Um, and a lot of classes at gyms will be part of your uh, subscription to whatever your gym membership is. Um, and so you'll find it very inexpensive. If you take yourself to a yoga teacher more privately in the sense that you're going to their home, you're going to a hall or a, a yoga studio, yes, it will feel more expensive than just going to a gym. But what you have to really remember is what this person's delivering. They're taking, they're holding space for you to start with. They're making sure that you're well. They look after your body physically and they're trying to be there to help you look after yourself spiritually and mentally. These people that are trained, they're trained to be more than just somebody that's taking you through different physical postures. These people, the yoga teachers that you'll find that really are true yoga teachers will be, become so much more than somebody who just guides you through different physical positions on a piece of foam. So, how much does it cost for a yoga class? Hmm, how much is a bit of string perhaps? I don't know. I charge £10 for 90 minutes. Um, sometimes their classes are two hours, sometimes they're only an hour. Um, and they will range roughly from about eight, ten pounds up to 25, 30 pounds, depending on where you go, who you are going to see, the time of day, the week. So, you know, be prepared to have an open mind when it comes to this and actually question what that person is delivering to you. Question what that person has done personally themselves to be in the position to be able to deliver that to you and think about whether you feel you're worth spending money on that's the key thing for me personally I've always allowed there to be a, a little budget a little pot to spend on myself and personally yoga for me has always been something that I will allow uh, and find the money for. So number seven is, do I have to be fit? This is a good one, isn't it? So do I have to be fit to do the physical asana? Do I? No, 
not really. The reason why I say no, not really. Because if you're going to someone's class for the first time, you are going to tell them that this is the first time you've done yoga and they will guide you into the right space. And the thing with yoga is if you go to a good teacher, they will tell you that, and and this is what I say to people, is that there's no instructions in a yoga class, only invitations. And when you're invited to do something, that means that if you don't feel capable of doing it, you don't have to do it. So when you find yourself in a yoga studio, a class, an ashram, wherever it might be, and you really are taking yourself beyond your natural limits, and you really feel that it's way too much for you, that's all about you and the teacher. That's either the teacher's pushing you too hard, expecting too much from you, or you, you are expecting too much from yourself. And you are definitely not listening to your body. If you are doing yoga, you are listening to your body. You are connecting the breath with the body and recognizing when you have outstayed your welcome in any posture. So do I have to be fit number seven? The answer is no, because at the end of the day, everything should be an invitation. Number eight, finally, how often should I go to a yoga class or session? Well, this is, this is the, I would say this is the important thing about yoga now is that, you know, you can pick it up and put it down. You know, of course you can, like anything. But when yoga becomes more than the practice, the physical practice, you'll feel uh, a draw to it. So initially, I would say try and get to two sessions a week. A good starting point. And, you know, you might, as you start, you might want to change up your your sessions. You might want to change up uh, what you do. You might want to do something that's a little bit stronger, a little bit more physical. And then you might want to do something that's more spiritual, maybe a bit more restorative. So you might want something more restorative at the beginning of the week, gently edging your way into it. And then Friday, you might want to go to a class that's got a little bit more physicality to it and it feels a bit stronger just to get you going through into the weekend I don't know so it depends on what you're looking for some people like to stick to they find a, a, a good instructor and they'll go to two or three of their their classes a week and they only go to that person and then that way it's quite nice because you start to build a rapport up with that person. You start to recognise their cues as a teacher. They start to recognise your cues as somebody that they're giving guidance to. And you'll probably find that you get a good um, rapport with that person. You'll get a lot more out of your teacher when you start to become um, known to them. And, you know, they can end up being your friend too. They can end up being good friends with you. Um, sometimes it's nice to not have that and sometimes it's nice to just be, you know, coming in, taking your time to do your practice and leaving and there's no attachment to anybody or anything and, you know, I would suggest if you feel more like that then maybe find one or two, three teachers 
um, that you really like and mix up your week and uh, maybe just go to you know two three sessions a week and mix up your teachers so when it comes to how often should you go I would say you know at least a couple times a week and I'm on that point what I'm going to say is when it comes to practicing at home be really mindful of this because when you start to practice at home without the guidance of somebody and if you've never done it before if you really if you start to practice and you're doing something that maybe isn't quite correct for the body and the maybe you could be putting something under stress maybe you're you're not quite angling the body correctly maybe your posture isn't quite in line maybe you throw your hip out to one side and you don't notice this and you do that a lot you'll take that into the, your session as well and if somebody doesn't pick up on that you might find that you continue to do it over and over and over and then you'll hurt yourself so when it comes to a home practice I'm going to suggest to wait until you've been going for a little while to see somebody. And then you feel comfortable with some of the postures. And then maybe just practice, you know, a little flow of three or four postures. Um, You know, maybe in the morning or in the evening. Um, But, you know, don't rush into it. You know, take your time. You know, you can do these things at home. Yes, you can use a, an online thing. You can use a YouTube thing. But mm, there's nothing quite like going to the physical place and having somebody that's there to give you proper guidance and is looking at your body and seeing how your body moves. The other thing about that is that I would always suggest that if the uh, yoga instructor is asking whether you like to be adjusted I would say always say yes if you feel comfortable to have someone adjust you and usually when someone adjusts you they won't they're not rubbing their hands all over you they definitely shouldn't be resting their body all over you if they are doing that then that's probably quite inappropriate and I would have a word with somebody but you know, I, I, if I adjust somebody, generally I'll just use two fingertips just, just, to, just, just to ease somebody in a direction, very gently and very lightly to touch somebody in an appropriate place, so that they feel that you're just showing, showing them where they they could take that posture, where they could take that movement to. So be mindful of that because sometimes that does help and it would really help sometimes just to have somebody realign your arm, realign your body, realign your head, just you know, just, to, just to touch the back of your head and you push the head forward. A couple of millimetres, sometimes that makes a difference to how you feel when your arms are raised, someone who just takes your arm up just that little bit further makes a difference. So be open to that, but certainly don't be open to someone laying all over you and rubbing their hands all over you please don't be open to that i hope that that's not happening okay so let's just recap let's have a little look do you ask a friend yes number one ask a friend start looking online have a look on youtube don't rush into buying your mat 
Um, wear something that's comfortable. You don't need to buy stuff yet. Can I go with a friend? Yes, you can go with a friend, but it's not really necessary. Um, how expensive is it? Well, that's how you decide to budget and how you decide what your preference is on what you spend your money on, whether you feel you're worth spending money on. How do you, uh, do you have to be fit? Number six, uh, number seven, do you have to be fit? No, you don't have to be fit. You have to be mindful of your body and in balance with yourself. So you don't overstay your welcoming postures. You don't push yourself too hard, but you go to a space where you feel you're physically doing something. How often should you go? Again, right at the very beginning, a couple of times a week, and then build it up however much time. If you've got lots of free time, fill your fill your boots. But what I would suggest is maybe, you know, find a meditation class too. You know, do two physical asana, do a meditation group. And that's that's it, guys, really, in a nutshell. You know, the physical side of yoga is really it really is a small part of what yoga is about and when we talk about am I flexible enough for yoga of course you are of course you're flexible enough for yoga because yoga is all about you not about anybody else it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing on the mat if you're more concerned about what everybody else is doing then I suggest you take a seat sit on the side of the room and just watch if you're there to benefit yourself then it shouldn't matter what anybody else is doing it's a little bit like the analogy I can't go for a swimming lesson because I don't know how to swim that's the same analogy as I can't go to a yoga class because I'm not flexible enough you won't be flexible enough until you've been to a a class And the flexibility doesn't necessarily mean you're any better than anybody else anyway. But what it does mean, it means that you're starting to feel opening in your body. You're starting to feel more free in your shoulders, in your chest, in your hips, in your legs. You're starting to feel that you, you move with a bit more freedom and a bit more flow about your body. And it does feel nice. It does feel good. It feels good to move your body. It feels good to inhale and exhale at the same time as moving the body. It feels good at the end when your yoga instructor takes you onto the mat on your back, puts a blanket over you and tells you to relax and just talks you through a nice session of your shavasana and you just rest there after moving your body and being held by the ground and, pl- and completely learning learning to surrender to the ground, learning to surrender to nothingness, that's also part of your yoga. We're going to touch on yoga again. And for now, I'm not flexible enough for yoga is definitely not a statement you should be using. You should be thinking about taking yourself onto the mat for the first time giving it a go so try that explore think about yourself think about what you need from your body and especially if you're growing older 
and you're heading rapidly into your middle age or beyond, there's no there's no restrictions on age to a yoga class. So, you know, whatever age you are, go out, search out for your teacher, find your teacher, find somebody that will guide you and guard you, take good care of you. So, remember, let's live our life. Let's laugh a little bit and hopefully each day we learn something new. Okay, thanks very much for listening. Please share this podcast with your friends and your family. Please share on your social media. You can check me out on Mahesh underscore Hayward on Instagram and all underscore us underscore men. That's all us men for the men's group. And there is also a YouTube channel or that which is uh, Mahesh Hayward. So thanks for listening again. And I hope to uh, be with you very soon. Please carry on tuning in and taking good care of yourselves. Lots of love.